Hello and welcome to the Dance of Soul. I'm Natasha Venter. I'm a multi-life intuitive. I am a consciousness to, I like to bring consciousness to the world to see how you can get from the, the 3D world to the multi-dimensional world. So this is Regan. Hi, Regan. Welcome back. Hi. Yeah, I'm Regan Forsen with uh, my website's visittheafterlife.com. I'm a Life between life therapist with the Newton Institute. Um, we know we found a process about 40 years ago that's been fine-tuned now. We've helped about 70,000 people in a deep state of trance or relaxation, which most people can reach, um, to go visit heaven for a couple hours. Um, and, um, you know, we found out hundreds of things about the afterlife, like, you know, what happens when you die? What's the process? And where do you go? You know, mm -hmm. what do you do while you're there before you decide if you want to come back again or not? Exactly, and, exactly. And it, you get it more in the, you know, yeah. I do the same thing, you know, type so, of thing. You know, we, that's why we make such a good match with this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so today what we're going to talk about is why does change happen and how can we manage going through it? And, you know, that, that trust and surrender type of dance we do, because I know that both Regan and I have gone through a lot out of change and like all of us yeah you know we all have gone through change and we sometimes don't know why we're going through it until we have actually gone through it you know or look back after a couple of years and so yeah. it's one of those things that you know how do why do we go through the changes that we do and you know that kind of thing and i have my perspective and i know regan does have his and everybody has their own yeah so we're yeah, just going to give you a perspective and okay. your truth is your truth as we all like to say but yet at the same time this is a perspective that maybe help you out in your world yeah anybody listening is today if you've had a something that's happened to you in your life would seem totally ridiculous like what the heck is going on but then later on as you look back now you can see like a divine guidance of some sort in there or the wind of change coming in your life for a particular reason, <clears throat> um, you know, feel free to be part of the conversation today. And I'll say that a few times during this next hour, because it would be great to hear from you because we, we, everybody, if you think about it, you know, I mean, there are some people that, uh, you know, get up and go to work and everything's the same for 50 years and then they die. You know, that, that happens occasionally, but for mm -hmm. most people, life is, uh, you just when you think you have things figured out, something comes along and uproots you, <laughs> sends you in a completely different place that you've never been before. Yeah. And a whole new series of lessons, uh, you know, come about. Um, so, yeah, Natasha, I know you, you know, like 30 years ago, you wouldn't have thought you'd be doing what you're doing right now. Right. You know? <laughs> and I, well, I had hopes. I had hopes. You know, there was something in me that knew that I was supposed to be doing something greater than what I was doing at that time. Um, but I had to do the journey. And hello, Veronica. Hi. I hope you're doing well oh, and, and life is happening with you. And and um, and anybody else who's not, you know, who's watching in the background, you know, welcome, welcome. Grateful you're here to, you know, to have perspectives on how to negotiate life and that yeah. kind of stuff so yeah if you're on youtube uh, be sure and be sure and chime in yeah. yeah like what 30 40 years ago i was doing barney at kids children's parties you know and uh and those i was this big purple dinosaur we go in and and uh had these whole you know our birthday party i would do for children um so who would have thought 
<laughs> I'd be doing, you know, that as well as, of course, being a, a clown and a, a mime juggler and all that kind of thing. Uh, and had kind of a, like a traveling show for fairs and malls for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, even that, I was a real estate broker before that. So how do you figure, you know? <laughs> I mean, I had a successful real estate company and I gave it up to go to clown school, you know, had my father take it over. And uh, I don't know, I've just, but, but it was all, you know, it was just something just pushing me that I know I needed to do it. You know, it was like an an inner guidance, I guess you would call, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, something just comes along. Well, like for me here, I'm a real estate broker and I have a dream about being a ventriloquist in a dream. And the dream was so powerful that was in 1978. It was so powerful. When I woke up, I got up, put on clothes and ran to the library, which I'd never done in my life. And and I and I looked up um, ventriloquism. I, I, how do you know, just have a dream and it gets you so much that you get in a car and run right down to the library. Something was going on inside me. I mean, that was so unusual for me, you know. And then I found that um, they had a uh, they had a um, an association of ventriloquists. I, who would have guessed that they'd have a you know a national association of ventriloquists? So, I wrote to them and um, I ended up taking a year-long course, correspondence course, to retrain the way my tongue moves in my mouth. That's how ventriloquists talk without their mouth movement. Is that you you learn to push air through more through your nose rather than out through here. Oh, and okay. Then, yeah, it's weird, but you when you think about it, like right now, Natasha, when you're talking or people watching. Uh, pay attention to your tongue. It's all over the place inside your mouth. It's up yes. and down. And so where it's, we, we're just used to it. So we don't think about it. When people go, oh my gosh, my, I can feel my tongue is busy as heck in there, you know, <laughs> going here and going there and everything. So you just retrain yourself. And that's how, you know, you learn to um, not, I don't know if I could do that, how you uh, learn to not uh, new your lips when you're thinking of something, you know, you just learn to talk without new in your lips and uh, everything's cool, you know. So, <laughs> Good job. I don't know. So, but see, this wind of change, I guess we could call it today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we've had these things. So, of course, uh, if you're listening on on YouTube, you know, you can chime in with us and maybe tell us about something that happened to you that, um, you know, moved you in a whole different direction in your life, which you're wondering why and later on it becomes very, um, you know, very, uh, you know, you find the reasons why. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, and like my friend said, you know, that, that, you know, sometimes you go through that hell's fire, you know, I know that there's somebody who I know that's, you know, going through some health things and, you know, the, you know, she was wondering what was going on. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, they find out that, you know, that, it, that they're being told one thing and then find out it's another thing. And then you're grateful for the, the latter because yeah. it's, it's something that will pass quickly. And, and yet it still hurts like baloney, but yet at the same time it, it it will hurt. And, and, but yet it's that, that, you know, going through the, the waves of, you know, should I do um, a scan? Should I do colonoscopy? Should I do, should I, should I, should I, should I? And it's like, and, and you have to figure out what is your truth going through all these different changes. And, and, you know, our bodies are really going through a lot of change right now too. And it's like, why is it going through a lot of change? And, I know for me that it's, I'm kind of trying to get my body righted, you know, and, 
you know, it's mm-hmm. gone through a lot. You know, when we go through a lot of stress, our bodies go through a lot of stress. And and so how can we treat that better? And and you know, it's it's that resetting the balance, resetting ourselves. And you know, I'm I'm trying to do a little bit of here and a little bit there just because I know that, you know, if I don't do it now, it's gonna be harder to do it later, you know, because it's more years that how many years did it take me to get here? Uh, that's how many years, gonna, not how many years it's going to take me to heal, but yet, because I'm asking my body to heal and I'm working with it intuitively and figuring it out and that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's, it's that, that story of how do we get through it? And, you know, it, it's, it's amazing, you know, negotiating this world that we're in because it, it is about change. You know, we just came out of COVID. COVID was a huge change and it really shook a lot of people up, but like me being at the intuitive fair, I was at this last weekend, you know, a lot of people were saying that they were grateful it happened because they really, they really found out. I know, they yeah. were. And, yeah. and actually it gave them a chance to kind of do some, that deep down shadow work that they weren't able to do, you know, out at jobs and out at this and out at that. And, and yeah, some of us had family still at home, so we couldn't do it all in, 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 in incognito or whatever you want to call it. But same time though, you know, it was one of those things and we're still doing a lot of that shadow work. It's, but that's how we become more enlightened is by looking at our, our old stories and how can we change them? How can we negotiate them? Yeah. COVID, um, you know, slowed people down. You know, a lot of times we have issues and problems and we we try to pretend we don't and we keep ourselves busy, 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 busy. So we don't have to think about them or deal with them. And COVID comes along and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've got a lot more time on your hands or you're with you're with people that you may have some issues with for more hours than that. And so what COVID did is it helped to leach out all of our issues to put right in front of us, not just with us, but the whole world you know, to see mm-hmm. what, what dysfunction that we've been carrying around with us that we were pretending we didn't have or um, pushing it aside, you know. Exactly, so. exactly. And that's, that's what we're, what we're still, we, we need to work on that a little bit because, you know, we're, we're going into the sign of Leo here. So there's a lot of fire. So there's a lot of, um, you know, the narcissistic attitude can come up a little bit. The, the, you know, the, that victimhood can come up a little bit. And then we're in going, Venus isn't going into retrograde, which is, you know, dealing with monies and, and dealing with um, stories and, and a lot of our old, you know, the old that wants to come back in, you know, that wants to review. But I know I, like I was knowing somebody who is actually asking their, their old job is asking them to come back. Oh, Wait a minute. You mean they let him work at home, and now they want him to come back into the office? No, 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 no. They they got they, they got laid off, and now oh, they and now want him back. Oh, wow. And wow. and yet at the same time, though, how does that coming back come in? Well, yeah. maybe now that they're coming back, they can actually go into another part of that that scenario and the people will see them again and go, and then you can help them. That person can help them out. And then they get into another job and another, yeah. you know, it's like there's other opportunities that come up because when they go back, they have a different understanding about what they want to do and who they want to be. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily going back into the old, old work. They didn't really like it, but yet that can be, you know, if you're not planning on staying there, you know, what can it move you into? Cause yeah. sometimes it's easier to get a job when you have a job. <laughs> 
Yeah, and don't you think if um, if children knew from early on that the way the world is set up is for change to happen, then they wouldn't be so shocked when it does happen. But we have we get in kind of a fairy tale thing where when we get things and we like something a certain way, and there's part of us that thinks it'll always be that way. But just the way the planets are aligned, the energies of everything happening, it's set up so there's times of change and mm-hmm. times of calm. You know, so it's not always it's not always in turmoil, but we can't um, because we're, we're working. We're energy ourselves. We're working completely with energies from thousands of things like a big clock with all these wheels and each one's a different energy all working together. And the more understanding you have of that, the more easy it is. Uh, you know, people always say so and so's in retrograde. Oh, my God. You know, Mercury's in retrograde. It's going to be difficult. Well, we don't have to. You know, we just know that. Okay, let's see what happens. It's uh, difficult in our life that's going to cause us to get off our butts and change something or to do something different. You know, so exactly. it's actually it's actually a good thing because once you go through, it's like having to go to college with a real difficult course and you're in it and you just you're cussing because it's so darn hard, but you're in there because you know you want to be in there and you want to you want to eventually graduate and you begrudgingly sometimes even though you signed up for it are doing all the work that has to be done, late hours you know, um, redoing tests, doing whatever you have to do. And then all of a sudden you're out of that class and there's a time of rest a little bit. And you're looking back and you're so proud of yourself. You know, wow, I stuck with it. Yeah, I did, I did it. it. And now I have the knowledge to do things I couldn't do before, you know. So, um, yeah, cha- now, you know, change. Something, you know, we talked last week about uh, divorce and that, you know, we're, or partnership change was one of the big things, but everything's changing, you know? I mean, the the clothes, look at how, I was thinking the other day how, um, and I wonder who makes this up. I mean, Patty's telling me, says, oh, uh, pink is in right now. This other color is out. I mean, who decided that? You know, somehow <laughs> as, a, as, a, as, a, as a whole consciousness, something happens to where nothing stays the same. Like we're not still not dressing like we did in the seventies or eighties. Even though some people like to, and they can and they are, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, but, you know, change is inevitable, you know, um, in everything, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, sometimes things might seem like they don't change, but some cycles are longer than others, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, uh, we'll look at the uh, climate change right now. Okay. You know, for most of our early life and everything, you could pretty much count that at a certain time of the year, it's going to be this hot and it's going to be that cold in the winter. You're going to have this many storms and everything. So you would think climate never changes. But look what's happening now. And it does. I mean, it's not a quick change, even though sometimes we can have 100 degrees and sometimes we don't have 100 degrees. You know, it's it's one of those things. But um, and I want to say real quickly, if you're watching on Twitter um, or is supposed to be Twitter. <laughs> They're even changing their name. That um, that if you want to, if you um, hi uh, how, um, on Facebook. Uh, thank you very much for coming here. Um, but on Twitter, if you are watching on Twitter, I do not get a comment. If you want to say comment, so if you want to go to my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter AC, then you can Wait a say that slower. Natasha Venter AC. Okay, and it's V-E-N-T-O-R, Ventor. Ventor, E. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, V-E-N-T-E-R. See, there we go. Yeah, Natasha, Natasha Ventor, Ventor 
AC. AC. Mm -hmm. And that's on YouTube, on Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, okay. um, all my all my uh, social media is, is Natasha Venter AC. For um, angelic clarification. So that's good. It makes it easier for people. You exactly. Don't have to type, type for half an hour. Yes. Uh, so it's Katerina. I, I finally got it. My dyslexia has been really triggered. So it takes me a minute sometimes to read something. So oh, hello. Katerina. Yeah, Katerina. Katerina, where are you from? Do you know Katerina or is she? No. So welcome, welcome, everybody. I love that um, people are new. And um, hi, Paula. Uh, thank Paula. you for being here, uh, Paula Sheehan. And, you know, it's 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 a gift that, that you guys are here. And, you know, we there's change happening everywhere. Um, oh, South Carolina. Welcome. Oh, wow. Yeah, South Carolina. That's, that's, uh, that's really good. I know um, the short, the, um, I want to say Jersey Shores, but that's up further. Um, <laughs> the key, no, it's not the keys. Ah, but my, my sister and brother-in-law down along the coast there. Well, actually, see North Carolina. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. Don't, don't anyway, right. they, have a, <laughs> they have a house they rent out at the beach down there so we drive when we fly into uh, richmond virginia and then we drive a couple hours down to there so maybe it's north carolina you know well, welcome well welcome yes we're always grateful that people are here because that's what we want to do both regan and are here are here to really support life and and get it moving forward for us because you know change is happening every day and you know we look at you know every year we um uh yes um every she's saying thank you for the welcome every day it means change you know and you know our digestive systems are like changing every day our cells are changing every day you know it's like should we buy a new car should we leave this job you know how do i have a conversation with someone when it's um uh uh it, it's one of those things that we can go forward and and, you know, how do we do it? And I know that for me, the one of the first things when something comes at me, you know, when it's coming at me, that, you know, like somebody says something or, or there's a change that happens or something, what is this here to teach me? It's one of my first things that I go to because then it takes me out of victimhood. Right. And yeah. It gives me a moment to, to breathe about it. It takes me. Um, a moment to to do the stories of where we're at. And Paula says, um, it sounds like the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Outer Banks, yeah, North Carolina. There we go. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That's Thank you, Paula. Uh, it's yeah. always it takes a community sometimes to get our brains thinking because we're thinking well, this. And, so yeah, I'm on uh, uh, Natasha and I are on the west coast. I'm right uh, close to the Golden Gate Bridge here in Marin County, above San Francisco. And Natasha's up in in the, in uh, Washington. Yep, um, the northern end of it. I'm about an hour of south it. of the Canadian border, so yeah. it's uh, so it's nice up here. But you know, going into this, going into change, you know, what is this here to teach me? Because you know, conversations, arguments, job changes. You know, sometimes those job changes, if we can move with them, you know, even you know, when I've had job changes and I've 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 looked at it that every time that I found out and I kind of got down to, I want to say more um, lower plane, you know, more worried about money, worried about um, 
the what I was going to do next. I was so tired of hearing no's, you know, all those dances that you go through. But I can tell you, though, that like those times when my job has gone away, that I really found out that people around me that were always expecting me to be able to do stuff, it gave me a chance to say no and get some new boundaries up. So then yeah. I learned about boundaries. So then when I got back into my footing underneath me, I knew how to structure my boundaries differently with my wording. You know, that it wasn't that I was a victim anymore, but yet it was like, you know, paydays not in, for another week. I'm going to do the best I can here, right? So yeah. it's that it's that negotiation of who, what, where, when, when we get there. Um, why do we why do we leave our mates, our our partners, our our friendships? You know, sometimes those friendships aren't necessarily to stay all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the the thing that's interesting too about change is there's two kinds of change. And one is kind of a divinely, uh, a divine change, I would say. And the other is uh, changes that happen because of choices that we've made. So sometimes, you know, um, sometimes it's like the universe wants us to be in a particular place and we don't quite know why yet. And it will so somehow arrange things to happen in such a way that it gets us to where we need to be. Mm -hmm. But other times, because we've made poor choices or, other choices because of free will, uh, change happens. So, mm -hmm. you know, but I think the main thing, like we want to point out today, I'm glad you mentioned it, Natasha, is let's all get out of victimhood, you know, because victimhood does not, it does not serve anybody very well. You know, it, it, um, it slows down your progress of what lessons you want to learn. Um, you know, don't, if you're getting in the pity potty and you, you want to feel like a victim for a little bit, that's okay. Yeah. That's normal. We we all kind of dip into that a little bit, I think. But and and it's it healthy to to acknowledge every emotion that we feel. Yeah. Acknowledge it, but we don't want to stay in it. You know, we don't want to you know let it keep telling us a story, and um and you know that when we get into the same story over and over again, you know, of the victimhood, then it really it's a really demeaning thing for our own selves. Mm -hmm. You know, we can do, I think we could do a whole show on following inner guidance and try to explain more how, how that works. Because mm -hmm. Natasha, you and I both, you know, it's like the more we do this work, the more connected we feel we are to the other side, the greater our intuition is and the more likely we're able to see that and, you know, go by our intuition, make the changes that we, um, you know, that we, that we need to make. Um but I always just call it the wind of change, you know, how it just kind of comes in. Sometimes it comes in as a gentle breeze and picks you up and lays you gently down somewhere. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it comes like a tornado and it just rips you to your core, you know, um, and throws you somewhere, you know, with big changes. Sometimes that happens when uh, a spouse dies unexpectedly or a child that you have dies unexpectedly and it changes the whole, just, just your whole life goes in a different direction. You know, well, you just way. went through that with, in your family. Cause, and I'm yeah. saying that because you, you did say yeah. here on the shows, yeah, that's that, fine. Yeah. you know, that, um, but it, it does that, you know, losing a child just takes your feet out from underneath you, you know, and that grief is, is beyond anything that anybody can really feel, especially when yeah. you really want a child. 
and you really want to be a you know an a parent to a child you yeah. know it's it's a sad thing yeah so changes uh i've been dealing with I, you know i've been watching myself like kind of from above in a sense watching my higher self watch me um with this you know getting older you know it started about two or three years ago and when i just noticed that i couldn't do some things as well as i did five years earlier or ten years earlier and it was more you know it it it, it was more um pronounced you know uh, uh and so i'm it's just the thing i'm dealing with now is to be joyful in this stage of watching myself you know get to, to the later years of my life you know and um because you know we always we, we kind of want to think well why can't i stay useful forever and we try to stave it off as long as we can but uh inevitably the wrinkles come you know and we get older um but the thing which i like is that what all this soul work natasha that you and i are doing um it keeps me inside feeling uh, eternally youthful mm -hmm. you know um we went to a party um uh last saturday night it was the niece of uh, patty's niece and um she works at google and she's established uh quite a few friends in the last year and they're all around the same age they're all like early 30 somethings you know late 20s early somethings mm -hmm. uh, and they're just really getting their lives going now you know and she had a housewarming uh, party so we were there with about uh, tw 20 30 somethings late 20s 30 somethings and uh, you know we're in our 65 and 70s um, and um, uh, afterwards um, uh, her niece said God, after we left, you know, we left a little early because they were going out to nightclubs afterwards, as young mm -hmm. people do, you know, and we were like, oh, my God, we got to go home and go to bed. Um, they just said, wow, those people, those old guys, old couples, pretty cool. <laughs> 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 you know, like we were playing playing a, 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 a couple games with them. We played, you know, board games kind of things. And, um, you know, so but but the time when we were there, I when I was talking and communicating with people. I just, uh, age didn't seem to be a factor in anything. Mm -hmm. It was just two human beings conversing with each other and talking about cool, you know, good things. So, yeah, I'm dealing with that, you know, like with change right now. But um, so you guys that are listening today, what's um, is something really happened uh, in your life that at the time you thought there's no way you can handle this change? Why did this happen? And now sometime later, you look back and you go, you know what? That was so awesome that I went through that because look at me now and what that change caused me to do to change myself, to look at something differently, to grow somehow, to learn to be more kind or compassionate or, or something like that. If you have any examples, um, you know, feel free to, uh, uh, you know, let us know. We'll talk about that a bit. Well, I like, I like what Paula said. Um, Sometimes Mary Poppins shows up with the winds of change. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. That's a really that create. You know, that's really creates a. Um, uh, it doesn't seem like like um, kind of softens change. You know, mm -hmm. see Mary Poppins. You know, comes in. Yeah, look at with Mary Poppins with that family when she shows up as the maid, the whole family changes. You know, and and what she creates, she 
actually, that's a really good metaphor. It's kind of like, Natasha, like somebody that comes to you is a medium, intuitive medium, who's never done that before. And all of a sudden, you're able to help them from getting access to the other side, or they talk to relatives that passed on, or you're able to see their past or something. Um, wow, that's like, it's like you become like a new family member, in a sense, like a Mary Poppins <laughs> in a way. And you show them that they can fly, you know? Well, and that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Cause I did a fair this last weekend and I was busy from 10 o'clock until, you know, till four o'clock. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, people were, were so grateful that, that, you know, at least I hope that I did, you know, I can only be who I am. And, and like I had one person who said to me, she goes, boy, that was the nicest slap across the wrist I've ever had. <laughs> Wow. You know, it's not like, because I'm not necessarily one to call a kettle black. I mean, I, I don't, but it's like, it seems like right now that if we don't get ourselves together and own up that, that, you know, there was a couple people that, you know, are intuitive and they weren't listening to their intuitive gifts and yeah. it, and, or they were, or um my what i was telling them was a confirmation that they already knew that they needed to do and here they weren't quite doing it and you know we're all at a different time you know like like i'm at that time where it's like the last 30 years were pretty upswing well now the next 30 years can be more of a downswing but i don't feel like that i feel like everything about me is going still up and, and so with that, that when you're going through these, what you perceive needs to happen, you know, like society says, well, when you reach 65, you should be retired. And, you know, my husband's saying the same thing. I mean, I'm like going, I, yeah, I, I'm hoping my energy sticks out for what my, my mind and my knowings yeah. know to do. Right. And I know no. that you're pretty interactive. I've never seen somebody at your age get off the floor as quickly as you do. At least that was. Oh, that's day. one thing that's bugging me because, I mean, I never used to even think about getting off the floor, but now, as I'm getting off the floor, I'm aware of the process, mm -hmm. and the muscles and, and everything that way because I've slowed down a little bit. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I think for my, you know, for my age, you know, I, I'm still um, pretty athletic. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the other thing about change. Um, is what about sometimes when it's not that the universe comes and just changes our life for us? Like, in other words, it's like all of a sudden we get a pink slip and we say we find out our company's been taken over and we get a, a two month severance thing and we got to find a whole new job. Well, what about the changes too that we want to make? For instance, you're in a job, you know, you don't like the job, you know, that you want to find something better. And a lot of times we are the people that make the change and it's mm -hmm. still, it's still scary on, on a, on the, on a, on a similar level, you know, because it's changed. Like maybe we have to uh, learn a new skill, you know, to get where we want to go. You know, maybe we have to move to a new town, you know, um, mm -hmm. th that sort of thing. And those things are kind of I know scary. it's like, I made, I made this choice and now I got to live with it. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes we are the ones that need to change, but then we we hesitate in that because it's it's sometimes hard for us to make the moves that we know we need to do uh, in order to make that change. You know, um, I always tell like my clients with life coaching, 
too. I mean, the most common sense thing, if you don't, if you don't um, like your job is don't, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense to just quit it and then find another job. Maybe it makes sense to look for another job, get it lined up and then go in and quit, you know, because it takes that anxiety out of being unemployed for a while. And all of a sudden it's not as easy to find a job as you thought it was. And then you're getting behind the bills, all that anxiety it causes is crazy. Uh, my, uh, my, um, which should be a niece of mine, um, is a uh, headhunter and a very good one. And she's been working for this company and really getting, you know, doing well, you know. And there was a personality kind of conflict with somebody. They took the side of the other person who was brand new over her that had been there for years, really hurt her feelings and everything like that. So she just started, you know, looking around for something. And then she found uh, this other job. Um, and then she went in and said, look, I just don't like being treated like that. She said, do you realize how much money I make you guys? And told her side of the story and said, you need to, you know, you need to actually listen to both sides and then see what's going on, not just believe somebody, whatever. Uh, and they and they said, well, um, we're sorry about that. I'll tell you, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll take you back, even give you a little raise. She says, sorry about that. This new company I'm going with is paying me three times what you guys are paying me. <laughs> So her taking that initiative and going out there looking for something, she got work to go to work with another headhunting thing, which is because she's so good at it. She's mm -hmm. with a bigger up someone. She's into the stratosphere with these really big jobs now. So she can make a whole bunch more money, you know? So she's, she just said it was, it, it hurt, you know, another, but if that person, that's the thing, if that person hadn't said something bad about her to management, then yeah and that she wouldn't have found this which now she's glad she's glad that happened you know yeah because now she's way, really happy so figuring these things out natasha is uh it's not always easy because sometimes the universe will will kind of um stir the pot for lack of a better word um yeah and 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 get us moving by making um life a little difficult um, a lot, um, making people's emotions a little difficult to deal with, um, having bosses, you know, not be nice, you know, those kinds of things. Like I was going through something, um, in my morning job and I was like checking in, is this my time to leave? Is this my time to leave? Or is it me to help make movement happen in a different way? You know, am I, am I supposed to leave because of the action or am I yeah. part of the pivot to, to stand like be a peg that stands and says, this is not acceptable. We need to change. You know, yeah. am I the pivot for the change or am I the change that needs to happen and move out? And yeah. I haven't figured that one out yet, but I know that I will probably towards the beginning of the next year, you know, here. But that's the thing is, is that, you know, checking in with, with what are we supposed to do? What feels right? Should I, should I leave? Because many of us stay past the time that we should leave a job. And yeah. I can say that with me, but, you know, being dyslexic, I have in my perception, you know, uh, you know, doing jobs um, as dyslexic as I am, you know, it's hard to do like office jobs. It's hard to do yeah. things that, that are, you know, like if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing feng shui. I'd be helping people um, clean out their homes, uh, organize their homes. But a lot of my jobs that I do are more, 
I don't want to call it physical, but outside of, it's not like typing on a typewriter. It takes me, I go A, B, C, D, E, because it's like I'm so slow at it. So Paula says, have, okay, what did she say? Go ahead. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, the biggest recent change during an astrology reading, I mentioned I was going to sell my house and move to Arizona. Whoa. Within five minutes of that, my boss fired me um, through a text. <clears throat> wow, Paula, she was getting and my my world, um, and I was totally in shock. I have been actively trying to get to Arizona. <laughs> wow, so she's she's going through the change right now. Like, yeah, good job out. persevering, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say uh, my, you know, as a, being a ventriloquist for thirty years uh, and doing this corporate work, my uh, Andy, my little boy dummy, had a joke where. Uh, a guy at work was dyslexic and he had made uh, it, it work. It was lighthearted. They weren't running him down for anything, but, you know, they make jokes once in a while. So I remember my dummy says to him, uh, I, I forget exactly how I worded it, but to, and he's talking to the guy. He says, well, you're dyslexic. I was just, he says, what do you think about changing your name to Bob? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he had to. You know, we go, oh, yeah, okay. So, and then, you know, it took everybody a minute to get it, but it was, it was funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah oh, so she said, she also said, sorry about this lesson learned, not, not all as it seems, as there's two sides to every relationship. They can't yeah. feel my emotions. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing yeah. is, is that I'm learning that, you know, a couple people around me lately have said, why are you communicating that? And I'm like going, because if you don't communicate, then people will misunderstand or things will slip through the cracks or things will happen differently or, you know, those kinds of things. And, and it's it's an interesting place. But, Paula, good job for persevering. And I know a lot of people are moving to Arizona, so it's a little bit different um, to negotiate that. But, you know, yeah. what can we do? So. What's interesting, it's like she could be, I'm just thinking of the heat in Arizona this week. She could be uh, jumping out of the frying pan into the fire because it's been a, over 110 degrees there for, I think, 20-something days straight or something. Yeah. You know, longer than ever. But um, for her to make these changes, Paula, right? Mm-hmm. And there, uh, Paula, um, from what I've learned from my clients going to heaven and back and having people talk to them on the other side, is when you're going through things like this, what they'll tell you that the best thing you can do is to do some sort of regular um, meditation practice. Because in that meditation practice, as it quiets you down, you're going to be able to get some, your intuition's going to increase. You're going to be a little more likely in a calm, relaxed state to kind of hear or to get some help from the other side. Like your guides can, you can hear your guides or feel them or whatever, pushing you in a certain direction, you know, in meditation. The worst thing we can do is just to get all like this, you know, because when we tighten up and our emotions get crazy, uh, we can't even think straight. So any changes you make about going to Arizona, uh, don't, uh, you know, think about it a little bit, maybe meditate on it, see how it feels, feel the emotion in your body and see if it feels, you know, uh, feels like the right thing to do. And, and then when you realize that, you know, even ask, uh, ask for confirmation. I've had to do that in important junctures of my life. Natasha probably has too, 
um, where we're asking for help the other side with me, it comes in threes. Um, you know, like, um, I'll, I'll want to know if I move, if I should move to Phoenix. Okay. And then all of a sudden I turn around and somebody's wa- walking by with a Phoenix Suns t-shirt on, you know, mm-hmm. just out of the blue. And I go, okay, well, that's, that's interesting. That's a coincidence. And then later that night or something, you know, something will happen and, uh, uh, you know, Phoenix will come up again. And then another time, and it comes in these weird kind of ways, you know, uh, maybe you turn on a TV show and there's some people moving to Phoenix. Well, the universe will help you find those three things. And if it happened to me when it was three things, all of a sudden I go, okay. When I followed that, I tell you, I've had so many experiences where I went from one thing to something that seemed totally random at the time. But further down the line, I could see where that following that intuition was leading me someplace, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe Arizona, what Natasha now? Uh, no, she, is she, one she, of your, go ahead. Uh, I wonder if, can you pick, or would that be improper to, for me to ask you like with Paula there can you pick up something from her maybe give her some advice well I I hear that I hear that yeah you're supposed to move to Arizona um so she's in Florida where it's 100 degrees um oh wow yeah yeah um but what I'm getting is is that uh is I don't feel like that I mean I feel like that you're I mean I know that you're tuning into your intuitiveness too because you're you're pretty intuitive Paula but um, the process has been underway for about a year. I've um, property there, but it's most likely um, sacred and focused my, okay, wait a minute here. Sorry. Um, process has been underway for about a year. I've, I have property there and it is most likely sacred and wow. my journey. Yeah. I wonder if it's near uh, Sedona or somewhere <clears throat> that way. Yeah. And, and Courtney says, uh, I've always struggled with this. Yes. Change. <laughs> um, <laughs> we yeah, all do. And yeah. that's, that's, that's what I'm getting though. But why did I hear that you needed to rent first? So is that, do you need to rent something to be on the property or do you need to rent or there's something about renting for you? Um, and, and sometimes I don't know um, why I get told something. Um, sometimes I don't get a whole picture, but I'm hearing that, that there's something about renting for you to, to be able to move there. Um, and, uh, uh, between, uh, Kingsman and Lake Havasu. Okay. I know where Kingsman, Arizona is. I think Kingsman, Arizona is more high desert. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I did, I was surprised how high, um, by where the Grand Canyon is, this oh, um, it's four for four. By the way, my time. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's one of those things. So there's something that 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 you're you're you don't have the ducks in a row yet because of um, there's something that you're supposed to rent. But there's but sometimes you know that's what change. Sometimes we have to go into that fear base, the anxiety base, and sometimes jump. You know, do you need to rent the U-Haul and or rent the the um, like a traveling trailer type of thing and put a trailer behind it and rent it and and move it with you or, um, you know, and then have it there? Um, be, you know, uh, uh, oh, that's uh, interesting because I just got two cash offers on my house. 
Oh, congratulations. So, you know, with that, 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 um, you know, going into that, that story that, you know, what are, how are you supposed to get there? Um, sometimes we have to make the leap out of fear, you know, and, and in spite yeah. of it, and that's what I've been telling myself or, and I've been telling others is sometimes we have to do things in spite of it. You know, we have to do things in spite of it. You know, make that leap. Um, go talk to somebody that you're fearful talking to. Uh, have a conversation with ourselves. Have a conversation with somebody else. Trust the process. Like I've, um, like the mantra that's come to me lately has been, um, I trust, surrender, and accept. I trust that I don't know everything. I, I surrender that, um, that there's going to be something beyond this in a moment. Um, and I trust and accept that when I go for, forward, it might look different. And, and then I trust her and accept because I don't have all the information yet. And yet is capitalized. You know, it's like, I don't have all the information yet. So sometimes yeah, we have I like to that. do things in spite of it. You know, do it because I'm trusting, surrendering, accepting because I need to move forward. Because, But yet I don't know all the path yet. You know, nobody can see in the crystal ball, even though I got a crystal ball over there. Nobody can really see in a crystal ball what the future has. You know, even me, like I had a couple of people who asked me questions and I, this weekend, and I said, I'm not giving any answers that, that pertain into humanness, you know, because humans are messing up anything that the universe probably had planned for you, you know, because we're, we all are fearful about something. We don't know how to do it. So we don't want to do it. You know, we're not willing to learn to move forward. You know, there's these, all these things that are happening that, that we do and, and how do we manage it? But sometimes we have to do things in spite of it. You know, yeah. I like with the change that happened when my husband got sober, I didn't know anything was going to come out of it. I didn't know if he was going to be able to stay sober or not sober, but I can tell you though, that trusting the process, accepting what was happening and surrendering to the greater picture He's turned out to be a better man than I ever thought he could be. Yeah. And you know? before, I, before I forget, too, because uh, I know these thoughts will, will pass. Um, <laughs> there's a book uh, that she can buy that may help her somewhat. It's called uh, Inner Guidance, A Divine Birthright. Inner Guidance, A Divine Birthright by Anne. And I forget her last name, but you'll find that it sold a lot of copies. Uh, and uh, she will try to uh, help you. She'll give examples in her life, but also give you some e spiritual exercises to do to kind of maybe open things up so that you can feel that that divine guidance uh, coming your way. Uh, this is a woman who the book opens up as she's a, a young girl. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but it's such a great story where she's uh, swimming in the ocean and the, uh, a riptide comes up, starts pulling her out. And she's starting to tread water and thinks she's going to drown. And at that point, she just opened up. Um, I don't know if it was uh, Michael Archangel or if she just said Jesus or God or whatever at that point in her young life. But she just surrendered at that point and said, you know, like, save me or something like this. Within a, a minute, a school of dolphins came up, swam underneath her and carried her on their backs to shore. Wow. You know, wow. And that's, imagine that you're laying on, you can feel the dolphins under you 
and they're carrying you to shore, you know. And the book is full of all kinds of those miracles that's happened in her life and how she developed this divine guide, this inner guidance where she's known when big changes come like you're going through now, how to navigate through things, you know. So meditation is a good is a good way, you know, maybe uh, booking a she could uh, book a session with you, Natasha, and you could help her further or something, you know. Um, yeah, she was, you know, she says she went and saw an RV yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes when you see an intuitive, then that's confirmation type of thing. Um, I had to take a call. So I missed a few minutes. No, you're good, um, my dear. You're good. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that that going forward and, and I'm so grateful that you're actually taking calls. And, and that's the thing that we can't do everything we want to do because when change is happening, we we have to move with it. And we never know why that change is happening. And so it is believing in our um, our greater good. It's believing in the moment. And it's and it's it's that, you know, for me that that I understand when change is happening, the more I can get on the wave of it, the better off I, I'm in it than than being underneath the wave and getting drowned all the time. Yeah. And you just had an orb fly in front of you. <laughs> Who, me? Uh -huh. or yeah, you, you, uh, you just had an orb fly in for, front of you. So you got okay. some, you got some angels and some fairies <laughs> working with you too. Um, well, you, this inner guidance, this, this intuition that you follow and this change, like right now, she's got offers on her house. Um, she's been looking at RVs. Um, if you do research them good because different i have a, a sprinter van that i travel in and uh, as a therapist and i go city to city sometimes and i it's what i use as my second home now um but um i live and learn if i had to do it again i would have i would have uh, done a few things differently but listening to my inner guidance and natasha giving me a hint i was able to find this darn thing in in near sedona sitting in at a desert right there by um, uh, oh, about 30 miles from um, Sedona mm -hmm. and had been sitting there for a couple of years. And I, if, if, it, if Natasha hadn't had it, something, an intuition about where I could look, I probably never would have found it because I had exhausted my search all over the U.S. for one. And she helps me find one in 30 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, so <laughs> that was really cool. Um, but this inner guidance, I mean, when I was a performer, I, I was uh, perf I performed at a big spiritual convention so i was on kind of a high but as a ventriloquist i did a uh i did a show which was so much fun um and then i'm with somebody we're driving around and i had this intuition i said stop here i gotta go i gotta go over this hill and look at something i don't know why but i just said just stop here i want to go up and look i walked up uh, this hill and as i looked down i was looking down over the san diego bay as I looked out there, there was probably a hundred sailboats, all different colors, all decorated, mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. and they were all coming into port. And as that happened, as that happened, it was almost like in the movies where all the sounds and everything like that go quiet, you know, and you're like something's happening in your beingness. And I just had this feeling come over the, that my ship was coming in, you know. It was so strong, and that thing went through there, and I just knew I had to move to L.A. from uh, from up north. And it was so strong that within a month, I had my, my I had my car and had a trailer behind it, 
and I uprooted myself in the Bay Area and moved to be an actor in Hollywood. And then things led from there. You know, I was there for 12 years. So, um, and that's the thing is that, that sometimes we're meant to make a change for a short time because you moved back to the Bay Area, you know, yeah. to, for a short time to learn these experiences, to do it. So if you go into life, what is this here to teach me? Uh, many a times that change, it's 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 amazing. Like I'm going on a trip tomorrow and and I know that big change is going to happen. You know, where are you going? Um, down to my girlfriends in San Diego. Oh, that's right. You're going down to San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, I always know change is happening. You know, you know, I'm a, a Cancerian. She's a Capricorn. So we work on each other's shadows, you know, and help each other through our own shadow work, you know. Yeah. And and if that, people don't know what shadow work is. It's it's that going into those places that it's like, oh, crap, do I have to look at that? Oh, no, I gotta, yeah. OK. Yeah, that's why I'm here. But, you know, that's why we're in life right now is to do a lot of that. And I know that um, Venus is going into retrograde and, and you know, it's that managing. And I know a lot of times when I go down there, it's dealing with money things. And I know that's part of my shadow work in this lifetime is, is monies and, and, you know, how can I manage it? And well, that's a good place for me to practice is on vacation. Right. So yeah. how do I, how do I go forward in this dance is by believing in the, in what's going to happen. It's like, okay, things are going to happen. What am I going to do to do it? How can I do it to my better? You know, what is this here to teach me? Why am I doing this? You know, so I can come back with my feet being a little bit more grounded, you know, because every time we go through something that shakes us up, we get a little bit more grounded about ourselves because we know ourselves a little bit better. We know our reasoning for yeah. doing things. And, and like you, Paula, going, moving across country like that, that's not an easy thing to do. No. That's a lot of trust. That's a lot of surrendering and a lot of accepting, you know, and it's more, how do I do it? But sometimes how do I do it is along the way, like my girlfriend, you know, you know, was taking a trip back to Maine, you know, that's her home state, but she drove cross country with her kid. She had a flat tire. She had this, she had that, but you know, it's like, who's to know you're going to have a flat tire along the way. You know, how do you know that you're going to, you know, need to eat at, at X place and stay in X place, you know, during a time, how do you know these things? You don't. But that's the journey, you know, like me leaving yesterday to go to the fair or the other day to go to the fair. You know, I, I was driving down my driveway. Here's a rabbit going crossed in front of me. Right. Well, rabbit is about abundance. It's about um, taking care of your your needs. Make sure you eat correctly because they like the better things to eat. Right. And, you know, it's about um, the abundance because they like to have a lot of babies. You know, they and, you know, mm -hmm. and and don't run out of fear, you know, in a way, because they do run out of fear. Right. And then I turn the corner and here's a mother, here's a female deer walking slowly away from me. So care for how you walk in life. Don't, you know, just because you're next to a road doesn't mean that you have to run away. Right. So how can you not, how can you not be in fear? And then I get to where I'm going and here's a spider that decided to be underneath my cart. And so I'm looking at, okay, spiders about, you know, weaving away, weave, what do you want to weave into your, your new knowings, right? And, but yeah, I couldn't catch him. He kept going underneath and going underneath here. So I'm like going, okay, so how many times did I 
wait to do something when I could have just jumped on it and did it, you know, like sending out an email and I had somebody who was going to help me and her life got busy. So instead of waiting for her, I could have just sent out the emails myself, right? Instead of waiting for the okay to do it, I could have just done it myself. And so I learned a lesson with that. And, and, you know, how do we go forward in, in that dance of things. And, um, I've been, uh, just as I've been growing, um, leaps and bounds with the help of Jessica and I'm, ex um, extremely thankful for the community I found. And yes. Yeah, so Jessica is one of our mutual intuitive friends. Um, she is a gift. She, she's, um, doing amazing work and I still haven't gotten my feng shui, um, thing done for her, her, um, fireside. So I've been working on that, but things have been coming up for me to do too. So yeah, it's been interesting. So there again, it's like, sometimes we can't do everything that the universe is wanting us to do. And we have to discern what we need to do. And, you know, moving is not easy in life, one form or another, you know, if, you know, but I'm, I know for me that preparing is the best thing I can do. So what can we do to prepare for change? And that's about, you know, taking care of ourselves, getting enough rest, um, writing things down, um, managing our, our knowings like me on my trip. I started packing a couple of days ago, you know, because I didn't want to wait till the last minute to do things. I'm, I'm, it's, it's not in me anymore to really want to wait till the last minute anymore, you know, because life is moving too fast, you know, yeah. so do what I can do so I can move when the universe says move. <laughs> Yeah, one good thing, Paula, if you end up um, when you either if you drive there, because you probably have some of your stuff, if you're pulling a trailer or anything, um, or if you get a an RV or something like that, just do the common sense things, you know, before you leave. Uh, what I would do to take a lot of the um, oh, anxiety out of things is, you know, it's not that expensive, probably cost you 120 bucks, maybe, but get that triple A insurance uh the one where they'll tow you as many as much as 200 miles. <clears throat> if you get the cheaper, it's just the, I'll tell you that save my behind when I was driving my van, you know, back, I was seeing clients in LA middle of the night and out in the middle of nowhere on the 101, probably about uh, 30, 40 miles from any town. Uh, my engine blew and um, they had to take me, I think 110 miles uh, to a place that I knew would fix it right closer to San Francisco. Boy, was it nice to have that insurance to not have to worry about that because it's a long trip. And you're going through with all the heat and everything going on. There could be overheatings. Definitely make sure you have all your fluids uh, there. Also, in your car, um, carry a jug of, uh, you know, a couple gallons of water. Uh, I know if you get out there towards Arizona, you could be 30, 40 miles from the closest service station or anything. It's hot. So, you know, just a few little things like that that could make your trip uh less anxious if you get stuck or have car trouble or something. Yeah, she, you know. says, she says, uh, um, uh, being a scout for a long, a girl scout for a long time, keeps me prepared for most random situations. Good, Good job. For you. Good job. Good for you. Always Good job. Prepared. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. So don't, don't, you know, it's, it, we don't know how to, to manage change until we're in it. And so, 
being prepared is, is one of those things. Like for me, I, I know that I got, I got some feeling that something's brewing and I don't know what's brewing yet, but I, but I heard intuitively get my books together. You know, yeah. I heard also get, get my, um, my understandings together, get, get my website up to date, get, you know, get a lot of things, you know, to do it so that, that when it does come, that at least I have some language, I have some understandings, I have, yeah. I have some wisdom. And just like you saying, Natasha Venter AC, well, who knows how to spell Venter, right? Right. Well, maybe I might change now my, my thing, Natasha Venter AC, you know, and, and then, um, you know, too bad I can't put like angelic clarifications right under it. You know, there's only so much room that I they know. can do and they don't give you much room. If I had, if I had the whole screen, it does give me enough room, but not when you're sharing. So it's yeah. it's not easy, but believing in yourself is part of it. We have to believe that we can accomplish it when we're going through change. Yeah. Um, and something's happening with her now as far as she's gotten with, with, you know, getting offers on her house, looking at RVs. She has a place to go, which is great in Arizona. So it's not like she'll end up not knowing where to go in Arizona. So there's a lot of really good things here. So I think it's just kind of smiling and, and, uh, yeah. And if you haven't met your guide yet or your angels, they're there in these 70,000 cases we've had through the Newton Institute where people go to past lives, see themselves pass away, turn around there. They always is a guide or an angel. And what we found out is that you have one and they're there to help you but you need to acknowledge them. So when you just before your trip, you know, do some meditation, whatever, and say, Hey guides, I may not know your name, uh, but whoever you are, male, female, androgynous energy, whatever you are, just help guide me, keep me safe and help me to intuitively listen to where you're trying to guide me, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and then go for it because change can be very exciting. Might have to go through some difficulties, but she's going to meet new friends, people she never even knew existed right now. I know there's always there's always positive in the shadow work. With yeah. anything we do, there's always positive yeah. and and the there's a, the light and the and the heavier. I'm going to call it heavier that we have yeah. to manage. But how do we manage that by just saying, "What do I have to do now? What is this? What is my opportunity? Where am I going? You know, yeah. and that kind of thing." So, um, thank you, Paul. Yeah, great advice, and that that goes for anybody. You know, at any point in time, we can call upon the angels to to help us to negotiate it. You know, I'm I'm setting that up for my trip. Trip. You know, let things let me wake up gracefully. Let me let me yeah. um, you know get to the plane gracefully. Let let everything flow gracefully. Let the plane take off and and land, and then take off again, and then let make me help me land. You know, let the let the Southwest um, uh, talks have grace to them so that I can make sure that I fly and everybody else who's meant to fly, you know, it's just not about me. So yeah. it's that negotiation, our story. So, but we're here at five o'clock. I know already. I'm, we had some nice people today, which was great. Thank you all for listening and chiming in. And uh, I guess in closing change is inevitable. So embrace it, uh, embrace it as something that's normal. And uh, um embrace it as much as you can with open arms don't feel bad if you're like this for a few minutes but then just open your arms and say hey you know change is good and what am i going to learn from this and get excited about it because it's going to happen meditation is going to help you to uh, widen your intuition 
Uh, you can seek help from somebody like Natasha or I if you need some counseling or whatever, either just uh, common sense life coaching or some spiritual counseling, uh, and we're happy to help you. Um, I'm at visittheafterlife.com. Um, my name is Regan, and there's there's a contact page, phone number, and everything on there if you need some help. I do regular therapy also, but I specialize in doing the past life regressions, which leads you to seeing yourself pass away and then going where you go in between lives, spend a couple hours there. Um, and, um, you know, it's kind of uh, life changing. So you can get a hold of me there. And Natasha, now, even though you're Natasha uh, AC uh, there, but for people to get to your website, they got to go to angelicclarifications.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I know that, Regan, let's go to you, because I know for you, you, whoever you have a session with, you treat them with such care and love and just you embrace who they are. There's no judgment. You know, you you take a little extra time because you want to make sure you do everything to the P's Mm -hmm. and Q's that you can. You know, it's it's you're such a blessing. I just appreciate everything that you do with every um person that you meet you just have such love and care so thank, thank you. you yeah i'm working on it yeah for yeah. sure it's we're all a work in progress it's, it's, it's what we signed up for exactly exactly and i'm natasha ventura um multi-life intuitive uh, right now i have a really good um uh program where you know a lot of us are feeling very stuck and and i have a past life dna um uh work to do some possible healing if it's possible um because it's up to us to believe in it that's why i say possible um and it's old patterns that that create um some of our old stories that we need to that we're meant to release and so how can we release them and sometimes it is about doing our dna past life um uh, aspects of looking into it so um, we are live Mondays and Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time. So if you would like to get another chance to catch us at at, uh, at this time again on um, on Wednesday, I think I'm going to do about believing. How can we believe? How can we believe when things are looking negative? How can we believe when things are struggling? So I'm thinking that that's. That's going to be on Wednesday's show for Natasha Venter or Life Clarifications with Natasha. I, you know, we, Regan and I do a lot of the same things, but at the same time, though, there's something more um, expanded soul wise when we're doing our show. And then I get down into the nitty gritty of the humanness. <laughs> so, with yeah. that, so please watch, please like if you like this. Um, please, um, uh, um, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And, uh, if you, um, want, know somebody who can use this, please share it. Uh, it's, it's about, um, community. It's not about anything else besides we want people to know that there's hope out there and being human is not easy yet. At the same time, it's our perspective that can make the difference between going through the mud or having a little bit lighter walk. Right. Blessings to everybody. And, um, Thank you for being here, everyone who chimed in and communicated. So yeah. grateful for that. I love the community that we have. And good blessings luck to you, Paula. By you yes, hey, blessings and, and may the angels show you the way and everybody who's going through change. Yeah, Bye if now. You get to, if you get to Arizona, Paula, then uh, let us know um, the adventure, your adventures along the way. That would be great. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye now.